Hey everyone, welcome to episode 78 of F-Stop Collaborate and Listen. This podcast is for you, the landscape photography community. I am so happy I finally reached my first milestone over on Patreon, uh, $500 a month. Thanks to you all that have contributed. And I did a special uh, video for you all to enjoy. So head on over to uh, patreon.com slash f-stop and listen to watch that. Uh, special thanks to those that contribute at the $20 a month or level level or higher. That would be Michael Howard, Jack Curran, Eric Stensland, Chris Rice, Jeff Peterson, and Charlotte Gibb. You guys are amazing. Well, this week is... Phil Monson, we had an awesome time talking about his Leave It Better campaign and what he's been up to with his uh, Entrada Outdoor Supply Company. Um, really fun conversation. I think you guys are going to dig it. Enjoy the show. All right, cool. Well, man, uh, Phil Monson, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your schedule to come on to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I, I didn't have much on my schedule, so I'm glad I'm glad we had this opportunity. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I know you've been busy like creating some amazing stickers and stuff like that. Like, don't be shy. Yeah, well, well still, I, I'm, I'm glad glad to be here. Awesome, dude. Well, I don't know. You know, it would be cool, like, just, you know, for, for funsies, um, maybe just tell us, like, who are you? Yeah, man, that's a good question. That's probably why when you when you posted that you were doing the podcast with me today, not not many people asked questions because they were probably wondering like, who the fuck is that guy? Who, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, who who is Phil Monson? Um, so I, I guess the you know the the cookie cutter answers are uh, you know a, a husband and a father and. Um, been married for for quite a few years. Got a couple little kiddos, which is fun, and I uh, live in Utah, and I've been a a, a landscape photographer, or at least into uh, photography. I always get self conscious about when when I say that. It's like when you see on Instagram, people put like adventure photographer, and you know that they just work a nine to five job like everybody else, and. And they list that they're an adventure photographer. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know why you're, <laughs> why are you saying those things? Um, but yeah, I, I am very much into into photography. I've I've been around. I, I'm kind of one of those older dogs now, I guess. Um, you know, I I got a camera probably 11, 12 years ago, something like that. When, uh, yeah, I've just been been interested in it and had a lot of had a lot of fun ever ever since so i don't know that's that's kind of very scratching the surface and you, you need to get any deeper i don't know <laughs> well yeah i mean so i mean uh correct me if i'm wrong but uh photography is not your full-time gig yeah it is not that is that's true uh i am a a, a nine to fiver by day yeah. i do um me too yeah, man, it's uh, it's just kind of the way way it goes. You got to do what 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 you got to do to pay the bills, I guess. Um, yeah, so I I work in in technology here in Utah. We call it the the Silicon Slopes because we, <laughs> we try to be cool like California, and they've got the valley, but but we've got the slopes, you know. So, and then uh, when I'm not doing that, and I'm not being a a, a a dad and and a husband and and all those great things, I I spend a lot of time doing. Uh, graphic design and um i i do what i what i call non-extremist environmentalism <laughs> where, <laughs> where uh 
you know, I'm not, I'm not chaining myself to a tree or, uh, you know, causing property damage of, of corporate builders or, or, or threatening to kill anybody. Uh, you know, you, you get that kind of stigma when, when we say that you're an environmentalist or you, right. or you care about the environment and any, you know, people automatically are like, oh, well, this, this person's a they're, nutcase. They're so, freaking crazy. Uh, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm a, uh, a non-extremist environmentalist where I just, Hey, I just ask that people, you know, not carve their Instagram handle into the rocks in the national parks and maybe clean up their campsite. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, really, really pushing that hard. And so, yeah, it's, uh, that's kind of taken on a, a life of its own, but it's been, yeah. been a good life. So. Yeah. I've noticed that like, um, recently you actually, um, put together a group of people to go clean up clean up an area that had been damaged by overuse. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know, man, like, thank you so much for doing that. Like, I think if there was more people like you doing that, <laughs> the, the problem would just go away. Yeah, you know, it, uh, it, it's it's definitely a growing problem, and and I, I appreciate the the kind words. I I kind of look at it as I'm just a, a a person who who actually cares. I mean, it's not like and I and and I guess I I walked up. It's not that not nobody cares. It's just that um, there's almost more people that don't care than, right. than people that do. And you know, I like. I, I've said it a couple of times, you know, my, I, I take my family out camping quite a bit and, and we're out in the national parks a lot and public lands, you know, we really enjoy those places and, and it's, you know, good family time. And we just see more and more garbage as, as we've come along. And you know, I kind of joke, my kids are like, uh, dad, this sucks. Cause you're always making us pick up garbage all the time, <laughs> but it, it it's kind of cool. Cause they, you know, they get kind of competitive about it like oh look how much garbage i've picked up which is a, a sad thing that we're competitive about but it's good that they're <laughs> you know that they're they're into it um <clears throat> yeah excuse me but um oh yeah dude yeah so you know oh, honestly like my 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 parents um did the same thing to me so you know the the problem hasn't it's not new no and no, it's uh, not. you know 30 years ago my parents were yep. same thing we'd go camping and they'd you know, we'd get to a campsite and inevitably every single time we go, <laughs> yeah. like there'd be a bunch of trash and stuff in the fire right. rings. Like, you know, people try it's to burn bottles and cans and shit. And... <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't think a fire is hot enough to, to melt your glass there, buddy. But, uh, you know, nice, nice. Trash. Yeah. In fact, just, well, let's see, two nights ago, I got to a campsite with my son and there was a bunch of broken glass in the fire yeah. ring. Oh, and, yeah. And I had him clean it up, and I think you yep. really—I don't know, man. I think it's—I think that's a—that's a powerful thing mm-hmm. you can do with young people is kind of instill that value by having them, like, actually do some work, and ha- understand the impacts of that work and why they're right. doing it. I think—I think that's awesome that you're doing that, dude. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's the the biggest key is is education in this. Um, you know, one thing I've 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 said a lot is, and and heard this from a friend is that outdoor popularity has outpaced outdoor awareness yeah by by a long shot and if we can start to educate people and i think doing it in a positive way is, is the big thing as well so you know just like you were you know having your son clean up i i remember the one of the most impactful things for me growing up was was as a scout and and uh, i grew up in uh in, in portland oregon and we huh. were out in the and you know doing the mount hood hikes yeah. and we were, we were doing an overnighter out there 
and uh, we came across a campsite that was pretty trashed. And I remember my, my scout leader making us stop, you know, we're, I don't know, 13, 14 year old boys. And the last thing you want to do is, is pick up garbage <laughs> right. when, you're, when you're doing that. And he, and he, and he just said, you know, boys, we, we've got to leave this place better than we found it. And I remember, you know, taking time and picking other people's crap up and it's disgusting and it's, you know, it's not enjoyable, but we did it. And, and that, that lesson's stayed with me for, for, for all of these years. And, you know, kind of going back to your, uh, you know, your question about, you know, doing the organize, uh, you know, the organized meet is, you know, you just get to a point where you're like, I, I gotta have some help. I, I mean, we were going out, my wife and I, for example, um, a couple weekends beforehand, uh, we were up in, in the Uintas. I don't know if you've ever been up in the, in the Uinta range and I'm embarrassed um, to say no. That's all right. You know, not a lot of people have gone. It's fine. <laughs> hey, but hey, there's an open invitation. Come I, on out, man. <laughs> I will definitely take you up. It's not that far from it, me. It is not. You'll you'll have to wait till uh, till June when when they open up the the road. <laughs> um, but uh, but other than that, we'll 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 make it a trip. Um, you know, we were we were at this popular place, and and you know, we've been going there for years, and it it's been you know fairly clean. But I mean, we we filled up a whole like a one of those sixty gallon size garbage sacks full and and it, it, you know we didn't even we didn't well we won we ran out of time we we, we were at a family thing and had to leave but it was just like this is just this is beyond out of control um and that's where i decided hey you know let's let's organize a cleanup and and, and that's the kind of this is the kind of the, the strange thing is like you know the national park service is strapped oh, yeah. for cash you know that the forest service is just just beyond capacity with with the issues they're facing so you'd think that they would be like clamoring wanting people to come you know begging people to come and help <laughs> and i and i started i started calling around like you know the state parks and the national forest service and people wouldn't even you know return my phone calls or they'd be like well yeah you know we we need you to fill this or that out and i was and i got to i was like no we're just gonna go <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna go and uh so yeah it was kind of cool uh having a slow news day for a local news station kind of helped out in in my favor and they they picked up the story and uh, you know, saw the event on 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 Facebook, and I was kind of worried for a bit that I was I was going to be the the only one there, you know, looking like a like a homeless guy <laughs> picking up garbage on the side of the road. But uh, you know, it was cool. We got we got about twenty people that that showed up, and um, in about you know an hour and a half or or so, we collectively had thirty full bags. Of, you know, there's again like the forty and sixty wow. gallon size garbage sacks, and um made it made a really good dent and, and i yeah, i kind of get choked up about it because you know the, the coolest thing was is that um people at the end were just so it, it was weird like it was such a cool feeling between uh, everybody in the group um you know kind of like one of those cliche things we we came as strangers but left as friends <laughs> but uh but it was real you know it was um such a such a neat experience for people just to be like that was such a great opportunity for me to to give back to these places that that have been so important in in you know my life and um so it was really cool and we, we did another one a couple weeks later at a, at a different canyon and had pretty much um you know similar similar results uh, you know about 30 30 ish little maybe a little bit over 30 uh, bags had a couple more had a few more people and a little bit more time and you know it, it's disgusting it's sad that it's that's how bad it is but it's also a great opportunity to to give back so yeah cool. I, it's amazing like to me that that it's it's i think you nailed nailed it on the head there when you said that 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 outdoor 
um, people being in the outdoors has outpaced um, education of how you be a steward of the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And I feel like right. I feel like the best way to instill that value in somebody is to have them like actually go to a place and pick up after someone else's mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Cause it's cause right. like, you know, yep. <laughs> like it's one thing to like pick up your own stuff, but like, it's not even your own stuff. And yeah. you're like, ah, oh, this is ridiculous. And then you're like, next yep. time you're yeah, out there, so. like <clears throat> as soon as you even have a thought cross your mind that, Oh, it's fine. I'll just throw this over here or whatever. Like, it's like, no, like that means some, someone else going to yeah. come pick it up. It, it definitely makes it think <clears throat> twice. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It, uh, it's wild and that and that's kind of the interesting thing is and you know look social media is is that double-edged sword you know on on one side it's it's a lot of uh, fakeness it's it's a lot of hyper competitiveness it, it can you know studies have shown that it can really make you depressed and and all these yeah. things and and you know you know you and i are in, in that uh kind of a a photography conservation group and we we've chatted a lot about the effects that uh, photographers can have and, and social media specifically on, on, on areas if they get overshared or, or, uh, encouraging bad behavior. But, you know, on the other, on the other side is it can be a powerful tool for, for people to, um, you know, you know kind of those, those influencers. And I, and I hate using that word, but I guess that's, that's the word we use is, is people that, that have a big following and, and, uh, can, can show a good example. It, it, it makes a big difference. I think one thing that I'm always surprised about, you know, every, every once in a while, I'll, <laughs> I'll get on these old man rants where I just kind of <laughs> lose my mind after, after seeing something. Usually it's when, when I see a news story about, you know, another act of vandalism <laughs> in the national parks right. or, or something like that. And I just, I just go into a rage, rage fest, but you know, I've got, I've got like this archive of, oh, it's probably, well, it's about 60 news story, you know, just snapshots now of, of different stories of, of vandalism across different national parks. And I'll, I'll put that on blast on my, on my Instagram account every, every now and then. Um, and you know, I get messages from people who are like, I had no idea it was this bad. And, uh, you know, they, they kind of make a, you know, a, a little pledge that they're going to do what they can to encourage better behavior in the outdoors and, and, uh, kind of do their part to, um, you know, clean up after others. And that's, you know, leave no Trace is you know, that organization has just done phenomenal work and what a, what a burden that is f- for them to, you know, lead this cause of, of education. But unfortunately we, we, we're past the point where, where leave no trace, uh, you know, really has, uh, much of a, of, of an effect anymore. We, we've got a lot of people that, yeah, they, they do practice that, but we've got a lot more that clearly are, right. are not. And so that's where, kind of this call of, of leaving it better has, has been, you know, kind of that, that rallying cry of, yeah, leave no trace is great. That that's awesome. You're practicing that, but well, you're going to have to leave it better than you found it. You're going to have to, you know, those who are responsible have to do, have to do. More yeah, no, you're right. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like leave it better is actually, uh, so much more, um, it's action oriented than leave no trace. You know, it's, it's like leave no yeah, trace is yeah, like absolutely. oh I'm afraid I'm gonna do something bad, you know. Or, but leave leave it better is pretty clear. <laughs> like uh, I get to a place, and if I notice something that uh, 
that shouldn't be there, mm-hmm. then I then I remove it, and then I make sure that I don't that I also don't do that. So it's yeah. and you don't have to like go into detail. It's pretty straightforward. Like, right? Yep, absolutely. And and you know, leaving it better means means a lot of things. It's yeah. Is it is it taking um, somebody else's garbage out? Is it um, going and, and helping on, right. on trail repairs? Is it volunteering? Is it you know, maybe uh, if you're financially able, you know, the, the park service is, is beyond strapped for cash and, and, and they'll <laughs> they'll gladly take donations. So, um, and, it, you know, hey, it's just a just a good life motto. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> just, just just leave things better. Don't. Yeah. Don't be I mean, prick. I would encourage people that are listening, like you don't have to start a podcast or, you know, like you don't have to go out and organize Mm -hmm. like a huge cleanup effort like you did, but like maybe you, maybe you share this episode with somebody or maybe you like have a conversation with your friends about like what they're doing. Like it, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really take that much to like generate conversation and get people thinking about it. I think that's so often what's missing is that people are just not thinking before they do stuff. Right. You know, and, uh, and that's, that's a great point is and, and that's things that I've I've shared as well. It's like you don't have to wait for a a cleanup event to go and and leave a place better. If you're if you're out on on the trails or in a national park or or or, or wherever, even if it's just your your local park, um, you you can you can leave it better anywhere. And you, you know you can just you can just do that. And and when you share that, you know it's not like oh look at look at me what I'm doing. It's no you're you're sharing it because you know th- those type of things are are contagious. We we live in a very self centered world th- these days, you know. And maybe this is getting too philosophical. No, I don't know. But <laughs> Phil's Phil's getting deep here. But uh, you know, we I, I think we live in a in a in a world that is seems daily to be more more self uh, centered and self oriented. And when, when we do things for other people or, or for, you know, when when we do things for places that can't do it for themselves, such as, you know, public lands, I mean, they obviously can't clean up after themselves. Um, man, it's a, it's a good thing. And it, and it, and it kind of changes, changes who you are as a person and, and, uh, yeah, it makes, it makes you feel good. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, you say like, you know, we're turning into this society of, like being self-centered. I think social media has a lot to do with that. I mean, you, you, oh, you go on, <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what yeah, it was you, you for. click on like Facebook <laughs> and like the first thing it says is like, what are you up to or what's on your mind? Like, it's all yeah. about you. Yeah. Right. Like, and the, it's the, uh, what, what, what does somebody say? It's the highlight reel. Right. right. I and mean, everybody's just posting what, what's great about their life. Not, you know, Nobody's posting. Oh, geez, my life sucks, right? You know. Well, some well, I people mean, do. Some I guess. People do <laughs> but, uh, there's definitely um, there's been a, actually some interesting studies about like the effect of social media on people, and like it actually causes people to be less happy because they're comparing Absolutely. themselves to yeah. other people constantly, and yep, um, things like that. So um, I'm just curious, like. From your perspective as somebody who's, who's, you know, it's, it's interesting. You, you kind of have a a bifurcated um, thing going on right now. You're doing a lot of conservation efforts around like leave it better. And you've even like created badges for hats and stickers that say leave it better that are kind of in the 
national forest kind of logo, which I mm-hmm. think is awesome. Um, but then you've also yep. got all these really cool stickers you've created for different photography locations, um, like national parks and things like that, which obviously yeah. in order to generate interest about those things, like you kind of have to be self-centered. So like, how do you, how do you, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but like, yeah. how do you, how do you balance no. the need for being self-centered with the desire to yep. like make that self-centeredness be something that's bigger than you you know what i mean <laughs> man that's a that's a that's a good that's a good deep question philosophy um, with matt and phil yeah i mean <laughs> yes i love it i love it um you know there's there, there there's there's a kind of a, a fine line and i man, i i struggle with that as well i i think about you know what what my impact is as a photographer, you know, as a photographer on these places, when I've, when I've posted photos of, of false Kiva and you're, you know, you're probably familiar that that's, that's been closed down yeah. to, to access by the national park service again, because of, of over traffic and vandalism. Oh, did it happen in the past? Um, it had happened in the past. There's, there's, you know, I was talking to a ranger in Canyonlands and they mentioned that you're like, yeah, there's, there's always been some issues. I think they've had to, you know, do some structural repair to the, to the, to the, to the, uh, to the, you know, quote unquote Kiva. Um, but I guess the, the last time around, it was just, it was so extensive and the issues are so they're like, well, we can't, we can't deal with this anymore. Um, you know, I think about my impact. I'm like, yeah, I've, I've been there. I've, I've posted photos. I don't think I, I geotagged anything. I, you know, I probably, you know, titled it like everybody else, a room with a view or some, some really, lame title like that but um, <laughs> uh you know it's That's a cool uh, spot i mean i've never been there but yeah, like, it's awesome man <laughs> like and look you know you know when, when it comes to you know it's like old old teddy you know said this is for the benefit enjoyment of, and enjoyment of the people and my my stance is yeah they're public lands they're for everybody like everybody should enjoy these they're awesome they're you know incredible places but man we've got to have some uh you know some understanding of of just wilderness ethics and and that's kind of my whole my whole thing with 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 all of this is you know my my big thing is to encourage engagement in in outdoor stewardship and um bring awareness to wilderness ethics and and i just happen to make hats and 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 stickers uh, around i don't know did you ever read the book um start with why by simon um i haven't read the book but i have watched his um his TED talk yeah. about it, which is amazing. Yep. Like absolutely yeah. highly recommend that. Yep. It's, uh, it's incredible. Definitely check out the, his, his TED talk on that. And, and the book is, is basically like, you know, three times more of, of that. Yeah, I'm always <laughs> but, like, I always have my managers examples. at work, watch it. Like, I'm like, Hey, yeah. when you're trying to explain something to your employees, start with why. Start with why, why, why do yes. we do this? And Yeah. And, and that's kind of my philosophy is, you know, people don't buy, you know, that's what he, his whole thing is. People don't buy what you do. They buy, they buy why you do it. And yeah, I've tried to, to balance that. Uh, hey, I've, I've got to promote this crap and well, it's not crap, but you, you know, you get what I'm saying. I'm, I'm trying to promote this, but um, there's a why behind that. Right. Um, and, and the other thing with me is like, I just, I, I used to get so into the whole popularity contest, you know, several years ago. And it's so hard not to. I mean, you know, you, you see these people who are, you know, constantly getting out and they're taking these amazing mm-hmm. photographs and, well, here I am at work and you, know, I, you, you get that 
you know, it's that ridiculous acronym of, of, of fear of missing out, you know, the FOMO or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a new movement. It's called the JOMO, which is the joy of missing out where, <laughs> where you're actually, you know, you're kind of moving beyond uh, all, all this and, and focusing more on, on, on what's real and what's important. So man, it's just a, it's just a balance. You know, I, I, I really try to, um, to, to incorporate that and understand where, uh, some limits are and and you know we we've chatted you know kind of in, in in other groups about um you know really being making a conscious effort of of what your impact is as a as a photographer and and how do you um you know promote places or or not promote places and and you know is it better to maybe not post a photo and and keep it keep it for yourself so that's such a know, tough that, decision that, right uh, like yeah, it is. It's and it's hard. You know, it's like I I, I posted a, a a very non-scientific and uh, full fallacy uh, laden uh, poll on on the old gram uh, uh, oh, several months ago. And I you know I just posted. I said, if it wasn't for social media, would you be interested in photography? Oh. And um, right, yeah. <laughs> and I knew it was as it was it was fallacy. You know, it was because. <laughs> you know, who, who's actually going to respond? Uh, no, I don't know. You know, no, I don't know, I, man. I do like as soon as you yeah. asked that question, I was like, I was like, Oh like, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a gut check. You know, it is a gut check because damn, like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like photography is such an easy medium for expression of right. ego, yep. you know? And it's like, you get such instant feedback through social media and yeah, man, uh, it's that dopamine is it just uh, it's that dopamine monster that, you know, you can post and you can get likes and yeah, and that just feeds more and more into it. And, oh, if I if I set up this hammock at this really cool spot, you know, regardless of the damage it makes, you know, I'm going to get a lot of likes. And that and that's the that's been the, the real challenge is, you know, you got all these all these hubs and, and these you know influencers that, um, you know, they, they don't have wilderness ethics. They they. Right. They put uh, their their photography and their likes above uh, the, the needs of the of the land in our yeah. in our environment. It's all about the end and, game. Nothing else is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that and that's a challenge. And um, you know, I got a couple of people that were that were honest that that wrote no, and then they they, they pointed out they're like, yeah, I I'll, I'll be one hundred percent honest with you. I, I I I wouldn't have been into photography if it wasn't for social media. And if it went away, I'd I probably wouldn't be really into it. So yeah, it's a it's an interesting question for for people, and and you know, going back to that why, and as we're kind of weaving all of these all these things into it, um, you know, as 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 a photographer, you know, kind of question yourself as wh- why why do I take photos? Right. You know, what's <laughs> what is all of this a, a, about even? So, and I I've had to have those conversations with myself, and um, yeah, man, it gets uh, it gets deep. I hope people kind of think about it in, in, in those terms and, 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 you know, move beyond the, you know, how many likes am I going to get? How many, how many followers am I going to get? You know, that, that's just, that stuff isn't real, you it's know, really it's not. just, it, it's not, I, I, I mean, I'm into photography because I've enjoyed the friendships that I've made. It's a, it is a creative outlet for me. Um, but the number one is, man, I get to, I, I, I get to go out in nature and I get to, you know, see really cool things and, and have these great, experiences but you know if i if i get a photo that's that's a plus if if i don't man i still had a great experience and got to enjoy 
uh, nature and, 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 and friends. So I don't know. That's, that's kind of a ram. I'm just rambling now. <laughs> no worries, man. Like, uh, <clears throat> I feel the same way. Cause I feel like if it wasn't for landscape photography, there'd be so much less that I've, that I would have done. Like so many right. places I would never have seen. Um, so many experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, an, uh, in, in Walter Mitty, you know, if you, if you saw that and, and Sean Penn is the, you know, the, the world renowned life photographer and he, uh, how did, did, did you see that movie? Oh, is that the, uh, the life bird, uh, the birding movie? Is that? No, it's the, it's that one with, um, Ben Stiller and he, he kind of has these, he he lives a pretty mundane life. He's never done anything, and so he has these daydream fantasies about going on kind of crazy adventures. It's really good. It's and I, and I know that I'm butchering the uh, <laughs> the premise of it. You're like that. That sounds terrible, but it's actually really, really, <laughs> really good. But uh, there, there's one scene in it which is which is you know he he gets on this adventure with Sean Penn, who his character is a he's a a photographer for for Life magazine. Oh, okay, and. and out and he's trying to you know capture this elusive uh, mountain lion that that's very rare and 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 the mountain lion comes out and you know Ben Stiller's like okay man are you gonna you know there are you, are you gonna take the picture and and he just sits there and he goes no I'm just gonna enjoy this moment <laughs> and that that hit me pretty hard I was like well I would be taking a lot of pictures <laughs> <laughs> you know I kind of had to but you know, I kind of had a real gut check of of that. It's like, man, I you know, are my priorities right? Am I, is my how's my how's my perspective on that? So it's a cool movie. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, just last week, I did this crazy hike with um, Kane Engelbert and uh, Jimmy Geckus and uh, awesome dudes. Love those guys. Yeah, dude. And um, we we went to this kind of super remote spot in the middle of nowhere in Colorado to shoot fall colors. And, you know, mm-hmm. we were just kind of hoping for the best and yeah, we're wandering around the forest and like, we found this really great meadow with a great, just, just a f- amazing scene. And it was, you know, the weather forecast was like bluebird, like no clouds, but we just got really lucky. Like these clouds kind of rolled in these high, high clouds and, and like the sunset lasted for like 45 minutes. Like just the light mm-hmm. just kept going and going and going. And at one point <clears throat> I was kind of like, I just kind of said to myself, but Jimmy was right next to me. I was like, man, I just want to like, just take my hands off the camera and just enjoy this, enjoy this, you know? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And like, he, he like <laughs> his camera wasn't even like on he didn't even have a lens on his camera and we were just like, mm-hmm. he's like, and he has this phrase that I'll never forget. He just, you ask him like, dude, how, how was that? And he was like, that was fun. <laughs> you know, that was mm-hmm. fun. And it wasn't, it's for him. And I'm really, I really want to try to like embody this more and more is, yep. you know, it's landscape photography. Isn't always about the likes or the clicks or the, like how many people comment on your photo or like, can you win a contest? Like, what was the experience like for you? Like, what was it like being in that moment, seeing that scene, being with your friends, like experiencing Mm -hmm. that time and place in like that to me is landscape photography for me. So, so for me, and that's real. Yeah, Yeah, that's a real thing. You know, the, 
you know, if, when you're when you're in the moment, if you're think if you're just sitting there thinking about, oh man, I can't wait to post this and how many likes I'm gonna, I think you're doing it for the wrong reason. You should maybe maybe take a step back and and think about it. Yeah, dude. Like honestly, <clears throat> I love having gut checks about this craft. I mean, why <laughs> yeah. why are you doing this? You know, is it like are you doing it for the likes and for money, or are mm-hmm. you doing it because you love it? Because honestly. I feel like if you ask yourself that question about anything you're doing in life, you're going to, you're going to probably have some realizations that you probably need to make some changes in your life about. Right. Like your job or your, your marriage or your relationship with your family or whoever, or whatever, like why, why, you know? Yep. It's good to have that, uh, that, that, that introspection and really, uh, put some things in, in perspective. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> so where did you land when you asked yourself that question? Yeah, you know, I um I I kind of got into photography, you know, I guess the social media platform at the time was was Flickr was was pretty new and man, Flickr was awesome. Like back yeah. in the day, Flickr was was so rad. It was it was a great community, it was encouraging um you know, it just, it just didn't seem like there were these, you know, insane, and there probably were, I just, maybe I didn't, I wasn't exposed to as much, you know, these insane egos and, and whatnot. And, um, yeah, I, uh, for, for me, it's, uh, yeah, I'd absolutely still be into, to landscape photography. If it, if social media went away today, um, that wouldn't change my love for getting out in the outdoors and, and trying to make, um, beautiful beautiful images i i I like well you know and by me making beautiful images that's a uh that's a very uh, subjective thing (laughs) (laughs) um some people are like that that guy is is terrible um no come on man uh, (laughs) but uh yeah absolutely uh i'd still be into it and 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 maybe more so maybe maybe it uh it would be you know maybe even be for the uh, for the better, I had a had a conversation with a with a good buddy. He wrote me. He's like, "How do you just, you know, you just don't seem to to care about any of that stuff." I'm like, "Well, that's because I I don't. <laughs> like if I if I if I lost, you know, any you know type of following I I had, uh, you know, t- tonight I was like, well, okay, like, you know, oh well, you know, I'm gonna continue living my life, I guess. That's, that's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like in." Uh, I'm just I'm just full of of movie references and um oh geez um I I just lost it uh it's the one with um Jason Siegel oh up with his girlfriend um uh um, damn I know that movie too <laughs> yeah and, and it's like one of the first that like Russell Brand was was yes. in and, and he was the um and uh, Jonah Hills or approached him at the at the restaurant he's like hey man did you get a get a chance to listen to my record and russell brand's like oh i was is going that to, uh, forgetting just... sarah marshall that's it yeah, that's yeah, it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and russell brand just has this great line where he's like yeah i was going to but then i just sort of went on living my life <laughs> <laughs> like yeah that's that's it just you know live your life and you know don't don't fu- yeah i look we're we're genetically disposed to that those dopamine hits that's real it is real you know, though when, when that and that that's what social media is all about is it's it's engineered to get you a, 
addicted oh, and, for sure. and crave those likes and, and, and unfortunately act in, in ways um, to get likes that, that may be detrimental to other people yep. or, or, or wilderness, which, which we've seen a lot. And, and so, yeah, man, but none, none of that's, no, that's real. You know, relationships with with real people and 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 friends are, are that's what's real. And and getting out and connecting with with nature and and that's what's real. And so if that's that's what it's about, then then all good, man. Yeah, dude. Like this, <laughs> killed it right there. Like I this uh this past two weeks, I've spent fourteen days in, um, remote locations here in Colorado shooting fall colors. Yeah, with some really great people, um, and I wouldn't trade that experience for anything. Like, you can get rid of all yep. of my Instagram followers, all of my Facebook followers, all the likes yeah. I get on photos. Like, who cares? Like, those experiences yeah. that I had with those people and in those places, like that is what's important to me. And like, that's what that's really what we should focus on. I feel like as artists and. Yep. Cause I don't know about you, but like those kinds of experiences also generate the best artwork, you know, like it generates the oh, best yeah. work that you do as a photographer. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. And, and kind of to that point, there's been a weird, a weird trend lately where, you know, people are kind of trying to fabricate, uh, you know, fab- <laughs> I love fabricating things. Yeah. Fabricate. Oh. Uh, <laughs> You know they're trying to uh, uh, just like engineer experiences, oh, God. And, and you know it's like, oh, just I here I am at the at the edge of the world, and it's like, dude, you're you're in uh, you know Dead Horse Park. You you drove there. It's a it's a paved road. You're not at the you know you're not at the edge of the world. You're not at the uh, at at the uh, at the beginning beginning of nowhere into the unknown. You know it's just like why why are you talking like that? You know. Um, that's, you know, those things are not, not real. And, and, you know, the whole, um, well, that's just fucking, that's just marketing. It's <laughs> just marketing. It, yeah. it, it is. It's, it's, it's marketing BS. And, and, you know, you know, I, I would hope that people would be, be smart enough to, to get or around. Not. It's also the, you know, and I, I'm, or not. Yeah. And I'm, I'm probably going to get, you know, a lot of comments, you know, well, maybe not. No, 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 no one, no one uh, listens to this podcast. No, <laughs> and and clearly no one knows. Yeah, like, no one, no Phil one Monson, I'm not going to listen to that episode. But you know, it's just these, uh, you know, the, oh, van life. You know, it's like I, I gave up everything and I'm living in a van for being my authentic self. And it's like, uh, you, you know, you're uh, okay. You know, that's cool. But they they they, they just take it so oh, far. I, know, I saw a post the other day from some dude. It was like, uh. Oh my God, guys, like I've sacrificed everything and like, I finally finished my van and like, here's my family and me traveling to the Pacific Northwest. And it had like 17,000 likes on Instagram. And I'm just like, and it's a picture of like this dude and his wife sitting in his van. I'm like, really? Like, okay. (laughs) That's what people like. Yeah, I I get, I guess so. I mean, I guess it creates, you know, know, like an alternative reality that other people can experience vicariously. I mean, it's not right. I don't know. Like, I was, I, I was probably reading that um, from the comfort of my bed in my house, but 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not to talk shit about not- that, but like, you're right. Like people just say and do things, cr- weird, crazy things for marketing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, and yep. it's, it's just bizarre. Like Instagram is a very strange place when it comes to. It's yeah, it's a wild, wild word. I, I just, I just laugh whenever it, it, you know, and, and no disrespect to, to, to Peter Lick, but you know, he's, he's the master. <laughs> I was gonna bring him up. So I remember, thanks for doing that. Okay, okay go go there. That's a good segue. I I just remember he had a he had a show on the Weather Channel or something like that a few years ago, and it was pretty interesting. I mean, I I watched it. I I I liked it. And um, actually, if you if you if you talked to Kevin McNeil, uh, I have not. Okay. I mean, I know who he is, but he's yeah. he has got a wild Peter Lick story that he'll have to tell. It's, it's incredible. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I just remember one of his episodes was in, in Arizona and he went to Antelope Canyon and, um, he's like, you know, we're going to be, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to do it. A terrible, I'm not going to butcher an Australian accent. So he's like, we're, we're going to, you know, the heart of the unknown and nobody knows about this place. I'm like, bro, they're taking <laughs> thousands of tourists through there every day. <laughs> like, like, don't, don't try and pretend like this is some unknown, unknown place. I, I just laugh at that. You know, I'm like, oh, whatever you got to do, dude. I, I guess if, if, if that's how you want to live your life. Okay. But uh, it was just, funny. yeah, I remember seeing somewhere, um, some photo description he posted of a, um, of a photograph he took and it was like, I went to the edge of the earth to capture this amazing mm-hmm. photo and was just like breathtaking and, you know, just all these exploits, just ridiculous, you know, like just yeah. like marketing bullshit. And it was like a photo he took in the middle of Portland, Oregon, like Japanese garden. Like <laughs> it's not like the edge of right. the earth, bro. Like you paid $20 to get yeah. in and anyone yeah, you paid a permit like everybody and like else just, and yeah like you just happen to be the first person with a dslr with high dynamic range to actually shoot that photo yep. like good for you and, and then you sold it for a million dollars and and here i am complaining yeah about i it. mean good on him <laughs> for figuring that shit out but it's yeah. ridiculous like you look at the photo too and it's like like the foreground's out of focus and it, it's not even mm. that good it's just You're like, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous I don't know. It's embarrassing. It, it's the kind of stuff you read people's photo descriptions on Instagram. I, I, we're kind of ranting now, but like, I get, yeah, this, this is me and my old man rant, you know, I was like, get off oh, my dude, lawn. I <laughs> can rant with the best of them, but I don't know. Like there's something to be said for just authentic experiences in nature that like, mm-hmm. even if it has zero likes on Instagram, it's to me, it's yeah. so much more like appreciated than people that just spew this nonsense all the time in order to get likes and followers. Right. And I oh, mean, there's so many just wonderful photographers out there that, that don't have big followings. They don't get a lot of likes and, and they're putting out just, you know, in, incredible work. And, and the other thing that you know, kind of pops in my head as we're talking about that, you know, in terms of experience versus versus likes is, um, you know, if you've got a photo that, that you like and, and you, re- and it helps you remember and, 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 you know, re- remember the, the, that moment you, you had in nature and, and, uh, you know, connected or, or, or whatever it might be. And, 
uh, just because it doesn't get a lot of likes does not take away from from those experiences or that yes. or that moment. And I think a lot of people equate likes with um, how good a photo is, which is absolutely not the case. Or if they don't get a lot of likes, it, it you know kind of removes some from some joy from that. And that man, that that's the tragedy. That that's what's sad is if if you're trying to um, e- equate likes with uh, the validity of your experience, then man, that that's not a good. Well, place you know to what's be. interesting is like it's really not that complicated of a thing to fix. Like if we can all just disassociate likes and popularity from experiences <laughs> right well don't don't let uh, mark zuckerberg hear you say that he'll 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 send the <laughs> the russian mafia after you <laughs> yeah but i mean it's funny like the it, <clears throat> the episode that's coming out uh tomorrow with um i i got to spend some time in ridgeway with uh david kingham and jennifer renwick and alex noriega yeah. and ron Cos- uh, coscarosa and we were yeah, oh, he, I hate Ron. He's, I hate him. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I Ron. I, I love I you. I love that guy. Um, but it, <laughs> we were talking about uh, Nature Photographers Network and NPN, and like that's why David wanted to resurrect it is to like yeah. kind of bring back this idea that that nature photography is not about likes, it's not about popularity, it's about like discovering mm-hmm. your vision and like experiencing nature. And sharing those experiences with the world and, and growing into a better artist and person. Yeah. It's that, it's that real community and how can people yes. you know, uh, really, really help you out uh, and, and to become better. And yeah, I was so stoked when I heard that he was he was bringing that back because that that did seem you know back in the day that that was a, a very positive uh, force in the in the photography world and, and something that's been um that that's been lacking so it'll be really cool to to have that back yeah well it is back so it's really cool that it is back (laughs) yeah it's gonna be good man okay well let's uh let's shift gears i wanted to save some time in the podcast to uh have a couple of listener questions for you okay (laughs) so i know this one's a little bit tongue-in-cheek but it might turn into a fun story so oh yeah i already know what's coming (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh willie huang asks um ask him about his fondness of going to the movies instead of going out shooting yeah well <laughs> that's that's a great story so you know <laughs> as, as someone who works for a living sometimes your you know your job kind of comes before <laughs> taking a day off and and shooting and, and this was just a this was just a, like a a a comedy of errors that I've never been able to live down with him for, <laughs> for as long as I've, I've known him. So it's just, it, it you know, at, at any moment he can, he never misses an opportunity to bring it up. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, him and Aaron had, had a, a, an extra permit to the wave uh. and yeah. Right. And they invite him in. I was like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm sick of donating my, my $5 every month. Not that I'm sick of it because it goes to a good cause, but you, you get my, you get my drift. Um, and, uh, I can't remember the, the specifics of it, but something came up at work and it was like, I, I cannot go. I, I, I can't miss work. <laughs> and so I, you know, had to, had to break the news and, and then my wife, you know, 
she saw that I was you know, obviously depressed about missing that opportunity. So she's like, you know, Hey, do you want to, you know, go to a movie tonight after work, you know, get your mind off of it. And I'm like, all right. So we, we, I think it was the, uh, Skyfall. I think that was one that came out. And, and when he talks about bond movies, like I could probably name two bond movies <laughs> <laughs> out, out of the entire library. Um, so yeah, we, we went to that and, and, and they found out and they're like, Oh, so you'd, you'd rather go to a, a bond movie than, than go shoot the wave. I'm like, uh, no, that is, no, I just, I would just rather, you know, continue to be employed. And, <laughs> You're like, I put, actually put don't want to be homeless. Is a really, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I kind of want to keep my job. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so that, that was that, but they've never let me live it down. What the, the flip side of that, however, is, uh, one time they were, they were back in Utah in, in the Escalante area and they're like, Hey man, you know, can you come shooting with us? We, we want to go hit up, hit up the spot. And kind of the same deal. I, I like, I couldn't miss work the, the next day or something like that. You know, that's such a sad excuse. Oh, I couldn't, couldn't miss work, but, uh, that's, that's just the reality sometimes. But I drove down from Salt Lake to Escalante. We shot sunset and then I drove home that night, oh, yeah. so I could be to work. So I'm like, "Come on, don't, hey, my my commitment is 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 pretty solid." So, <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I I missed out on that unfortunately, and and Willie's never never let me forget it. Well, hopefully uh, you didn't miss out on any awesome lights. Yeah, I think I mean they they probably got some great. Got some great shots there. Right. And it, would been, it would have been just rad to to go there. I mean, it's such a, a covered right. spot. And but uh, you know what? One of the, one of these days, we'll 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 get out there. My 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 uh, my dream scenario is that I get permits. I invite Willie. He commits to go, and then something comes up. And he, <laughs> and he has to back out. <laughs> and then again, the tables are turned. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, that would, dude. I, so many times I've had to do that. So I totally oh, yeah. feel your pain. That's just life. Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know, like so many people that are landscape photographers, I feel like can that resonates because, you know, like most of us have, you know, other families, and jobs. Yeah. yeah and exactly. there's other guys that I look at, I'm like, how, how are you doing? Like you are like, I know you like, what do you do? Like, you know, some, some <laughs> people make pretty good livings off of photography. Um, and then there's people on Instagram, but I'm like, I don't know how you're how you're doing this. I mean, you're you're like living, and again, it is it is probably all on the facade, you know, of of uh, of the social media stuff. But it is just know, like we talked like, about. What? Like it's that whole like people don't share the bad stuff. Like, right? They're like, I I haven't eaten in in weeks. I I can't afford food because I'm 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 traveling to these exotic locations so I can you know, take a picture on a cliff with my, uh, with my Aztec blanket, but you know, I, I, uh, <laughs> I have no retirement and, uh, you know, I don't know how, where my next meal is coming from, but. <laughs> well, no, it's funny. Like a lot of people I've talked to or ran into, like they have, um, I don't know. I feel like 80% of the people that are in that category kind of fall into one of a couple of categories. Like, they have a significant other who makes really good money and supports yep. them and lets them do it, which is cool. Um, and I'm jealous. Right. Um, or they like had a bunch of somehow like family money, like, you know, like a parent died or something and like they inherited a house or something yeah. and they sold it and 
you know, like good on them. Like that's what I would do too. If that happened to me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like we were talking about before we started recording with, uh, you know, the Aaron Ralston thing, <laughs> the, the dude that cut his own arm off to get out. It's like, I, I've thought many times like, yeah, I could maybe lose a, a leg if, if it meant, you know, yeah. a, a movie deal and didn't have to <laughs> work again. And I've got multi. Yeah, I can, I could probably, I could probably do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not suggesting like, uh, yeah, I'm not you, suggesting a uh, you know reckless behavior, uh, but hey, if it if it happened and I yeah. had to sell my my story to the to Hollywood, all right, I guess you know we'll make the most of it. It's yeah, you know, and and the other kind of point to that is, um, you know, you got that what are they called the the bucket list family on on Instagram. It's like that dude built an app and and sold it. I think it was to fate was it Facebook or he sold it to oh. somebody for like forty. Seven million dollars or something like that. It's like, well, yeah, of course you can go and do yeah. whatever the freak you want. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like no, the yeah, like like that Tom Anderson dude, like that built um, oh yeah, MySpace. The MySpace guy. He's a cool he's dude. A photographer. He's a, he's a great photographer. I haven't seen him post much, yeah. but he's got some great stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. he doesn't need to post because you know, like he doesn't need social media likes. Yeah, he did. He's, he's he has millions of dollars. Himself. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So one more uh, listener question, which comes from uh, Peter Coscoon. Mm, um, yes. And uh, I'm gonna actually gonna I'm gonna turn a uh, I'm gonna create a uh, a verb out of his name, Peter Coscoon. Okay. Yeah, like you Coscooned <laughs> you Coscooned that photograph. You know, like you've made it look really good. Yeah. But. Uh, he he wants to know with with your 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 um uh the business you created for your your digital art and mm-hmm. your stickers and stuff uh Entrada like what is your ultimate goal with that and where do you see the brand going in the next 5 to 10 years Man that's a that's a good question um well you know uh what's the statistic that like 98% of all businesses fail within the first year. So um, my, my first goal is to beat that statistic (laughs) and, uh, and survive past, past a year. Um, Yeah, this is, this is something that again, going back to the, why do I do something? Not what I I do is like, you know, I, I, I really believe in, in encouraging people to, you know, enjoy the great outdoors responsibly and, and to leave it better and, and, uh, participate in, in, in outdoor stewardship. And, and the way I, I happen to do that is, uh, you know, d- design and, and, and messaging and, and, and hopefully imp- impacting people, uh, you know, uh, through, you know, the social channels as, as we go through. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, what I do is I, d- I just happen to make, hats and shirts and, and stickers with, with those messages. Um, so yeah, the, I mean the, well, I mean the end goal is, man, I'd, I'd love to do this full time. This would, this would be, this would be great to be, it's, it's a creative outlet. It's uh, I, I feel a, a very worthy, um, in, endeavor and yeah, dude. something that's, um, uh, that is, that is needed. So, uh, yeah. And you know, in five to 10 years, it'd be, it'd be great to be kind of one of those, well-known and, and respected brands like, you know, you know, Patagonia or, or, uh, you know, backcountry or, or, or something like that. But in, in, in 
in all reality, my, my goal is to donate and give as much money as I can to the, the national park foundation. That's, that's kind of the, uh, well, not kind of it. It is the, the charity I went with. It's, Hmm. it's the most safe, (laughs) I guess, you know, there's, (laughs) there's, there's a lot of other organizations that I, I fully support and, and agree with, but sure. When I kind of think about, well, what, what appeals to, you know, the, the masses and what's the most, uh, palatable, I guess you could say is, you know, the national park foundation, they're, they're, they are the, the recognized charity arm of, of the national parks. And man, my, my, my goal and desire is just to be able to give back to those places as, as much as I, as I possibly can. And, you know, if I have any sort of, of, of legacy, you know, one is first of all, that I was, uh, you know, a good husband and a good, and a good father. And I, I did, you know, for my kids, everything that, uh, that I, that I could to, to bring them up. Right. And, and next is that, um, I, I practiced what I preached and, and that I, I did leave it better and, um, you know, nature and better in, in, in some way, shape or form. And rather that's, um, uh, financial contributions, that would be, that'd be wonderful. They, they need it. They, they desperately need it. Um, mm. or, uh, you know, to, to impact people in a, in a positive way to make them think differently about, you know, how are they posting? How are they interacting with nature? Are they, are they leaving it better? And, you know, really, um, help people to, to think twice about, um, you know, what, what, what they do and, and how they do it. So yeah, hopefully that, that, that's, <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> oh, it's fuck dude. That sounds really good to me. Like, uh, I love I love the fact that um, that the reason why you're doing it isn't to you know better yourself. Although, like, I really hope that it that that's where it takes <laughs> yeah. you. You you and me both, right? <laughs> no, I really do. I mean, I, like, I really want people. I I personally like people that do things that I that are you know well intended and like the primary goal is not to just make themselves more money, right. like. Like I want those people to be successful because those the things that they believe in and the things that they're trying to do are important and they're yeah. impactful versus, you know, like, oh, like I'm going to go work at Walmart or whatever. Like I'm going to make billionaires more money. Like, that, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, right. I, I really appreciate appreciate it when people want to focus their energies and efforts on something that's bigger and better mm-hmm. than like just your singular self. So yeah, especially, I mean, obviously we, we share the same, same passion in terms mm-hmm. of the wilderness and, and conserving outdoors and things like that. So like, yeah, I, absolutely. I want you to make billions of dollars, man. So. <laughs> well, it, yeah, the, uh, the idea behind that would be to, to, you know, to, to donate as, as, as much as I can to the, to, I mean, that, that would be what what's cool, and you know, not so much my, you know, my name on it, but like, what what a cool. And I've always thought, like, I've got a, uh, um, kind of a distant relative that that the story has been passed down that, you know, he was he he's pretty well off, and he was in an airport, and this family, it, you know, something happened that they weren't able to, um, you know, switch a flight, or they didn't have the the, the money for it, and and he 
kind of heard the story and he went and he bought their tickets, you know, I'm like, dude, that like stuff like that is so cool. Like that, man, that is where I would like to be is, is, is to, um, to be financially able to, to, to help people like that. But, you know, at the same time, now how, how rad would it be, you know, to, to find out, you know, like we, we talked about false key, but like, yeah, this is X amount money of, of how much, uh, it's going to cost for to, to to repair false Kiva or or you know um, or like or like forty five fifty thousand dollars a year to like hire somebody that just like watches it you know like <laughs> yeah just patrols like, those places yeah like <laughs> right? I would do that job yeah, like, man, what's dude. your job I my my employer is Phil Monson and <laughs> I basically hike to false Kiva and take photos and every just, day uh, and like I just watch, talk to I'm people. A watchman. Yeah, like that would be but, awesome. Yeah, you know, I I thought about yeah that that would be very cool. Um, <laughs> but I thought about like how how rad would that be to just call Canyonlands and be like, um, we want to make a donation that 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 covers um the the repair completely and and yeah. maybe, you know gives gives back more um like that that's what kind of gets me up in the morning of and boom you know, and, and 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 push like that that is cool like that hell yeah that's impactful. that's real you know so that's that's kind of the why behind that's it. way fucking cooler than instagram likes and followers <laughs> honestly like in my opinion but you know yeah. well cool man so damn that was cool so two more questions uh what advice do you have for other landscape photographers? Yeah, you know, kind of goes back to a lot of what we've what we've talked about is 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 the why. You know, why do you why do you want to get into landscape photography? What why are you why are you doing it? And um, I, I would say, you know, don't don't get discouraged. It's it it can be, you know, really really rough out there sometimes. I mean, there are just some absolute pricks that are just hell bent on, you know, making sure that they're kind of the top dog. And, um, <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I've had a couple of experiences. One was kind of funny where years and years ago, um, I was out at, uh, you know, Escalante again, it's kind of one of my, my favorite spots. And, and I was out there and, and, uh, in a pretty remote area and this car pulls up and I'm like, Oh, that's odd. There's, you know, nobody really knows about this spot, which is not the case anymore, but <laughs> you know, back, back then it was. And right. I was like, Oh, Hey, I'm, I'm filled. Nice to meet you. I'm trying to be nice. And the guy's like, uh, yeah, you, you probably know me. I'm a big name photographer. And, and I'd heard the name before when he said his name and I just go, Nope, never heard of you. <laughs> it's just, he just walked away. And I was like, dude, you know what? I don't know if you feel so poorly about yourself that that's the way you have to present, but you know, whatever you got to do. Um, yeah, just, you know, if you're, if you're just starting in landscape photography, obviously, you know, Hey, learn, learn the basics, but, but more than anything, you know, figure out your, your why, why are you doing this? And, and, uh, make a, make a conscious decision that your, your, your photography will be for, uh, for good um you know it won't it, it's not about hey i'm gonna set up my my tent in an area that clearly says don't set up a tent or i'm gonna start a fire here or you know doing doing these these stupid things to to get likes um don't don't get caught up in that it's not you know it's not worth it so that's my two cents i guess 
Brilliant, brother. I love it. Well, cool. So who who do you think we should have on the podcast that has not been on the podcast yet? Yeah, um, I've thought about that a bit. So I, I guess, I, I mean, my my network is is limited. Um, uh, there's, yeah, well, Dustin Lefevre, I think that we, we chat a little bit about him. He's, he's great. He's got a lot of, uh, you know, similar, similar views. Um, just a awesome photographer, really great guy. One, one guy who's really fascinating. If you could get him on is a guy named Adam Barker out of Utah. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Um, I've heard the name, but I don't, yeah, go for it. <laughs> Yeah, you should uh, you should check him out. He's he's a full time. I mean, he is like I mean, when it when I say he's full time, like that is his family's income is is uh, photography, and he does. So he sleeps uh, in a van like, and posts on Instagram. I'm, I'm just uh, no, he, he actually he actually owns a home. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just. He, uh, he he lives a normal normal life. His kids go to uh, normal schools. Um, but uh, you know, he does lifestyle photography. It's just fantastic landscape photography. Uh, he, he's he's always been a big, big inspiration for me. And he's just got re- real, really great practical knowledge about the 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 business about it. He he posts a lot about you know where you know he's got a lot of stories where people will be like, hey, we'd like to feature your photo for you know we'll give you credit and you'll get a lot of exposure. And he's like, well, exposure doesn't feed my family, so you know he he'll, he'll <laughs> like just blast them with these incredible well-crafted emails and you know kind of puts their um you know their tail between their legs and and, and they're just they're humorous humorous to read but also like yeah man don't don't sell yourself short if this is this is what you're doing and you you value yourself then so he's he's really good um if you haven't talked if you haven't talked to kevin mcneil he's he's great he's been around for um you know, and Adrian Klein. Yeah. Um, those those guys have been around for a long time. I I remember you know many many years ago taking a, a workshop from them, and you know they're they've they've been around for a while. They've 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 kind of seen it all, and um, yeah, just awesome guys. Just really, uh, re- really really good. Ryan Smith, I think he's been mentioned probably a couple times. Um, he's <laughs> that too. Scott like. Seven kids holds down a full time job. I don't know how does he a lot does of all that. I don't. I don't know how he does it either. And you, you know, you, you, you know, I kind of asked him. He's just like, ah, you just, you just figure it out. <laughs> but maybe on the podcast, you get, you get some more out of him. But uh, yeah, he's great. He's we a, tried. We dude. tried to meet up like three or four times this this fall, and like we just could never line up our schedules. Like yeah. he was he was in a different spot and I was in a different spot or I had to go, I had to go back home or right. uh, we'll make it happen someday. One of these days. So yeah, those are, those are, those are a few folks that I'd, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd probably recommend. Cool, man. Oh, and well, you know, with, with Dustin, um, you know, his wife, Emily, she's, she's a fantastic photographer as well. And she's got, um, you know, some really great philosophies and, and thoughts on, on photography. Her, her and Dustin probably have, the greatest collection of photos from, you know, the, the, the central Utah Badlands area. Um, and it, you know, they don't, they don't post a lot because they're, you know, they, they view that that area is, is more important than, um, you know, posting and, and, and getting a lot of people that would want to go there. So, 
I've I've been lucky enough to, you know, they've they've shared some of those photos, and it's just like this is jaw dropping. I mean, it's just incredible. So yeah, Emily and and Dustin, they're they're a great team. They'd be they'd be great to interview together. Yeah, I liked I liked their um their their stuff where she was like dressed in a wedding. Are they? I guess they're. Oh yeah. They're both dressed up in yeah. wedding wedding gear, like at iconic <laughs> locations. That's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, that was that was really unique and 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 a really cool project. And they still they still do that. Like, you know, they'll they'll bring their their fancy clothes and they'll 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 get all dressed up. And it's definitely, uh, definitely u- unique. I I think they got featured on, on one hub, and you know, there's just they're just vitriol no matter what. <laughs> oh, that's just. That's just Photoshop, blah blah blah. It's like, oh my gosh, people are, are yeah. Was, out there I probably that was probably one of my comments. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> under uh, under an under an alias, That's you're right. just crapping on, on right. everybody's posts. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, ah, oh, you're all garbage. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, damn, so, dude. Like, yeah. Oh man, thanks so much for like the conversation i feel like we ranted for a bit but i like that a lot so it's all good man I, I, that's where i live these days <laughs> i feel like a good ranting is good you know yeah yeah you just get together and just scream at crap that you're angry about right. and you just feel get good. off my lawn yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'm, I'm just slowly turning into clint eastwood so <laughs> Well, thanks to Phil for taking the time to visit with us on the podcast today. Um, Please check out the liner notes to uh, see some links to Phil's work on my blog at www.mappainphotography.com. Special thanks to everyone who's written a review about the podcast over on iTunes. Uh, Believe it or not, it really does help people discover the show. So thank you so much. Um, If you leave a five-star review in the show, I will give you a shout out on the podcast so uh, look forward to seeing more of those reviews um thanks to our newest patrons over on patreon that would be patreon.com slash stop and listen uh luke collins brent clark alex noriega and jesse lanuski you are you guys are all awesome um please reach out to me if you have any ideas for the podcast um Probably best to hit me up on social media, uh, Twitter or Instagram, Matt Payne Photo, or on Facebook as Matt Payne Photography. And you can also uh, check out our Facebook group, um, which we do a lot of photo critiques and talk about different episodes. Great place to have a conversation with the rest of the community. Um, Just search for F-Stop, collaborate, and listen. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week.